Hello, I'm Mike. I just have one question. Are cryptocurrencies taking over? I'm a Jew. I'm a traveler. How? My name is Yusuf. I'm a farmer. Angela, I've always wondered, do I keep going for gigs or do I keep some... The Business Call. Getting tailored business solutions straight from the horse's mouth to you. Welcome to The Business Call with Bella Victor and Cheesy Dubey. Episode 3, folks, and we have in the building Owakwe Martin Mundus, CEO of Mundus Digital and Mundus Farms. Pay attention. So, could you please introduce yourself to our audience, please? Okay, I'm so happy to, to, to be on this platform. Fantastic. My name is Martin Owapis. I'm popularly known as, as Mundus. Mundus, yeah, that is the name. Yeah. I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Mundus Consulting Limited. Okay. I'm Mundus, Mundus Consulting Limited. I'm the company that has um, two subsidiaries. Okay. Um, one is Mundus Digital, which is a digital advertising agency. And then the other one is Mundus Fans. Fantastic. Yeah. Great. But you know, a lot of people doesn't know you with uh, Mundus and uh, Farm. A lot of people know you with Mundus Digital. Uh, so, exactly. and, yeah. So that is so. Could you throw more light about the farm? What are those product or things that you people are into in terms of the farm aspect of your business? Oh, come again, come again. I think that. Will you throw more light into your farm, like the farm business? What aspect okay. of farming are you into? Okay. Okay, so not, not many people know I'm, I'm a farmer. Wow. Um, I started my farm in, in, I think, in October last year, October 2017, precisely. So okay. it's a, the fish, fish and the poultry farm. Fantastic. Okay. So basically, animal husbandry. Hello, idea. Then we do, we do poultry um, during the festive period. We do, we do poultry. Well, currently, what we have now is just uh, fishing. It's doing quite well. Um, Agri is a good business. And I think it's a business that everybody at one point or another in life should be invested in. Okay. And, yeah. and, location, and your, the location for your business in, is in Oweri? No, no, not in Oweri. Yeah, no, not in Oweri. One of these um, local governments used to Oweri. Okay, fantastic. Great, yeah. great. So, I will dive into you talking about your current business, Mundus Digital, the farm, and everything. But before then, I would like you to talk about your entrepreneurial journey. How okay. did you start? So, we are more concerned about that story. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, first of all, I, I come from a family where my dad was, was civil servant. Okay. I'm a civil scientist, and he died two years ago. Mm. And my mom, my mom is still a civil servant. So, wow. growing up as a child, um, basically what I was hearing was, ah, he's not paid a salary, I have to go to the end of the month. 
So I grew up with that consciousness, that salary consciousness. It was always have to meet at the end of the month. Okay. So these school fees, um, buying of materials, but so anything you want to do with money needs to wait to the end of the month. So it, it was that consciousness I grew, grew with. So when I entered the university, and um, too precisely, yeah, I I I discovered that it was going to be difficult. For my parents to take care of all my needs. Okay. So as civil servants, um, their salary might not be enough to take care of everything I will need to do in school. So from my year one in school, I, I started thinking of what to do. Okay, what kind of business can I do? How do I raise extra funds? Okay. And since I knew I didn't want to do anything illegal. Yeah. I went to start looking at okay the environment. What can I do in this environment and bring money to my my pocket? So as a year one student, then I started doing business in a hostel. I got a laptop. I got a printer. So every night, people just come to my room. I want to space. I want to print this. I can help us do this. So I was doing basically um, computer services. I reach the scholarship for people. I copy materials. I go to the internet, do research for people. I was doing a whole lot in my room then. And that so was the hostel then. Uh, that was uh, hostel E. Wow. Uh, okay. Then we went to Fudo hostel E room two one five. Wow. So that was my first. That was my first room. So I did lots of business. It was crazy then because. Once it's 6 o'clock and they put on the school gym, my room is usually very crowded. And at some point, I had issues, had issues with my roommate. Every time it was one thing or the other, people were always in my room. I was making cool money then. I was, I was making a lot of money so then. After, so then it, after then, on average a month, like how much do you make? Um, so, I don't make, I make close to 3,000, 3, between 3 to 5,000 a day. Wow. Yeah, so I was, I was, that was what sustained me. So after that, I started being a, running a news news bulletin in school called the Full School News Bulletin. Okay. So basically, what we we'll do is we we'll go around school during the day and gather information what's happening in school, and then my team and I will come back, we'll put down everything that we've gathered into a news bulletin format. We we'll go to print, we we'll go to town, we we'll print, and then we'll come back to school the next week, and then we we'll sell to school. So I was doing that consistently for every every week, so the weekly news bulletin. Okay, good. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm more interested about the uh, Infoscope journey. What year precisely did you start the Infoscope magazine and what led to you starting the Infoscope magazine? So I started Infoscope in, in August 2000 and that should be second semester in one. Okay. So when I joined Futo, I discovered that there was no functional means of information information. Okay. So unlike other schools, like maybe schools in university in bad and stuff, where yeah, they have like uh, radio stations in the school and stuff. There was absolutely nothing like that in Futo. No radio, no newspaper, no so if needed to, and and then WhatsApp wasn't very big. WhatsApp wasn't as big as this now. So yeah. if you needed to if you needed to pass information to students, you need to walk to the lecture hall and then make the announcement. So I saw an opportunity in that area, and I said, okay, since I've been into journalism and writing, when I was in secondary school, I used to be a school, um, school journalist, so I was, I, was, I was into writing and reporting. So I said, okay, this is an opportunity for me. So I called a few friends. I called Excel, Aja, Umebu, Kisito, Ifomo, Goja, and two other persons. Okay. Talked about it, celebrated it, and then we started. Wow, great, great. And how much were you making from the... Uh what was the cost of production for um, okay. and how much were you making? Like break it down for us okay. to understand the business. Okay, okay, okay. So um, to be honest, uh, we were making a lot of money. Um, so basically, as I said, and that was in 2012, 
and we cost about 4,000 naira to produce um, the news bulletin. Okay. So um, we do we do 500 copies every week. Wow. And then what we sell, we sell a few naira each. So um, that's 10,000 naira. And you see, you're making a lot of money. Like that is like times two of your uh, cost of production that you're making. There are other things that we, we like the transportation, transportation to town, coming back, and other other logistics. So, were you the only one going to lecture and distributing these 500 uh, bulletins? No, 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 no. So at some point, at some point, hard people join us from different faculties, from different departments. So once, once I get the bulletins, we just share amongst ourselves and then we run the show ourselves. So were they, do, were they doing it for free or you were paying them? And if you were paying them, how much were you paying them? Okay, so um, so at, at, we agreed, uh, we agreed that okay, for every news bulletin sold, and setting ourselves in place in this fact now. So okay. that was a way of encouraging people. So what to bring beyond they are eager to sell so you can take our cash now from okay. so that's why I explained to you before that the profit was away. Because by the time you give cash now to everybody I'm still in this bulletin and we are left with um, very little amount. But we 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 impressed with what we're doing, we're getting commendations from students, from lecturers, so kept on doing Okay, great. So let me do the business analysis now. Cost of production okay. is four thousand naira, and you sell okay. a copy for twenty thousand naira for twenty thousand naira, which and yeah. uh, you have uh, five hundred copies, which I don't know. You have to make ten thousand naira. But the cost of production, which is four thousand naira, you're having six thousand naira, and each person that is selling is having five naira commission, five naira times the five hundred naira. That is two thousand five. Two thousand five minus. The six thousand naira you'll be having. Uh, sorry, three thousand five. Three thousand five. So three thousand five was more like your uh, profit. Let's have yeah. like spend five hundred naira on transportation. So like three thousand naira at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, three thousand naira. So, but aside the money, what were other takeaways or things you were able to achieve with that business? Okay, so um, we got we got advice from students. Okay. We got advice So yeah, times when. And people pay us two thousand naira, people pay us three thousand naira to pay this advance on the news bulletin. And I'm usually during election period, that's the second semester, we get lots of advance from politicians and actors. So and that was another way of us uh, making uh, making money too. Wow, cool, 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 cool. And I'm aware that be- before you left school, you were like one of the most influential students while in school. Do you think the yeah. magazine actually played a role in making you one of the influential students in school? Yeah, I think, I think, I'm looking back at my thing, I think starting the Scoop uh, magazine was like a um, smart decision and one of the best things I did in school because um, first of all, it, it, it made me, it, like, it introduced me to a whole lot of persons. And so uh, for the first time, I was, I was able to interview the wife of the vice chancellor of them. Wow. I think Professor Mr. Asadaka, so um, we got to meet lots of people, I got to interview lots of people, so I was company, you know, I knew what was happening in school. I met a lot of people, so it was very, very um, beneficial to me throughout my stay in football. So, wow. looking back, I think it was, it was worth it was worth the stress and the time and every single resource that I was putting to Fantastic. So, so I'm, I'm more curious now. I'm more curious about. Okay. I'm more curious about the structure you placed on ground before you left school. 
because okay. Aposcope is still running on campus. Sure, sure. And you started it yourself. So work yes. with those structures that you place on ground to make sure that even after you leave school, the business is still running on its own. Okay. Okay, so um, when, when I was going for IT, and that yeah. was in my, um, my phone level, I, I, knew, I knew it was also something I wanted to die off at least school. Yeah. So I, I needed to put a structure in place. So we started recruiting. I think for my 200 level, we started recruiting people to join with me. So we got people in different levels, one of the insurance level has to be 100 level, one level has to be insurance level. So when I was going for IT, I handed it over to um, some other person. Okay. To, to be in And so when I left school, too, and that person, when the person was going for IT, the person handed it over to another person. So it has been, that would be continuous handing over from one person and from another person. So currently now he's in school, he's still in the school, and those guys have been an amazing guy. Like, Looking back, I have started and struggled and I was yeah. so much proud of the efforts and the successes and the guys currently in school and have recorded with the Ifoscope media too. Something that gives me joy. Fantastic. And and do you still have any affiliation with them in terms of probably a stakeholder, investor, I don't just get? Okay, okay. Currently, um, I'm, I'm 100 to write I'm fully uh, to the current managing director and then Zubi. Okay. So Zubi, Zubi is only in charge So you have no connection again with the business yeah, so that you don't have to it. Yeah, so basically what, what I do now basically is uh, Advice. consultancy. Okay. And, and whenever they have issues and they need someone, I can tell them so I Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, well, the and entirely by, by the guys in school. Wow, great, great, great. So, after InfoScope, what are there other businesses that you went into? Okay, so, so in my, in my hundred level, I, I, I got a scholarship in NIC, NIC is, uh, and I see, I need IT training to study, okay. training to study, so I got a scholarship to study, um, to do a course of web, web design and web design. So I, I, I learned web design from my U1, and the past since then I've been, I've been offering web design consultants, web design services to people. I, I, I've, I've also been blogging since 2011. Wow. I started blogging before I entered people, so this is like, I think this is my eighth, eighth year of, of blogging. Bye bye. So I've been blogging. <laughs> okay. So, so, so I've been blogging for like eight years, I've been offering other IT, IT services. And that was before I started Mundus Digital, Mundus Digital fully. Okay, fantastic. So yeah. when did you start Mundus Digital fully? Uh, so Mundus Digital started in October last year. Yeah. So barely, barely less, less than a year old. So how has business been so far, the entire journey with Mundus Digital? Okay, so um, life, life, life is to prepare me for, for what I'm facing currently. Okay. When I, when I left school, I knew I, I didn't want to... I, I didn't want to um, start looking for a job, so I, I knew I, I needed to start my own company. So, so in October last year, I started Mondays with staff, and then to wear honest and traveling golf. Um, but I expected it. I knew doing business in Nigeria is tough. Yeah. Um, and, and for the business in Uwiri, I, I knew I was going to face lots of challenges, especially from the people, from the environment. And digital is not something that we that is um, well accepted over here. So it's maybe in the country, um, Lagos, 
uh, we actually don't expand um, digital media. Okay. And Williams is first in digital media. Because around here in the way, I'm just knowing that all the people are getting this. So we can't let people know, okay, this is possible. You can, you can actually start looking at possibilities of getting your customers and your clients online as against the traditional means of advertising. Okay. In the way, yeah, people are teaching people are teaching flyers, and practicing dating. And I'm not saying those um, business of advertising are actually wrong. They are strong, but they shift currently. So companies will know where they are shifting from. And they're going to cost the budget they spend on traditional advertising, and they're increasing their budget advertising. So okay. basically, in a way, yeah, you're giving evangelism because and the guys around that still don't understand it. Okay. So it's been tough, but we are still pushing and we're making this little progress. Fantastic. So when you yeah. talk about challenges, you understand, in my head, there are lots of challenges around businesses. So I want yeah. to know in specific terms, what were those challenges? Was he raising money to start the business? Was he uh, the mindset of the people evangelizing them about um, the business? Was it, uh, was it your team management? So what exactly, what, okay, or what is the greatest challenges that you faced while starting Mundo Digital or you're facing currently? A lot, a lot. Okay, first of all, getting a team, getting a team to work with you is a an issue. And then, I need to come that limited to, limited to my company alone. Yeah. Sorry, I'm most, most entrepreneurs face all over the world. And secondly, um, as I said earlier, I'm convincing people and letting people know, and because people are resistant to change, people find it difficult to, to buy an idea that they had plans used to before. So, I'm convincing people in a way, businesses in a way to invest in media as well. So, we have instances where if you send a proposal and we are invited to come and pitch and what we can do and, and after the pitching and, and then we don't have much services cost. I mean, like, oh, so just social media and channel is about money and just website and so the field is, is the field is not at this point is not, is not so what what the amount and so um, and that's one of the I think the major challenge that's the major challenge that we, we are currently facing now. But we are making, as I said earlier, we are making progress. Um, evangelism is ongoing. So I think hopefully some of these challenges um, in a couple of days can be fixed. Okay, great, great. But currently, how is business going? Like, in the sense that probably how many clients are you guys servicing? What industry are most of your clients from? Are they uh, probably the hotel industry? The political okay. industry, yeah, in, in those terms. Uh, okay, right, so I, I wouldn't want to mention names. Yeah. So I'll try to put a lot of mention names. Yeah. Um, but currently, we have, we have most of our clients are outside the way. Okay. And then, so basically, we do lots of content. Basically, we have to do lots of, lots of content. So we provide content to lots of people. Um, and then we have, we have a few clients um, in the. Um, Political, political arena. So, taking that relation less than a year from now, and then. It will be a very busy year for you people. Yeah, it's going to be a very busy period because we have, we have a couple of things that we are working on strategy, social media, um, branding. So, you're good. Business, business, is, business is good. 
Great, great, great. So just to draw you back a bit, I want to know why you were in school. How were you like balancing business and academic? Because I'm aware that you graduated with a very good grade. So how were yeah. you balance business and academy while in school? Okay. Oh, uh, so first of all, I have to be very sincere. And one of the best things happened to me was getting admission to and to study information management technology. So information management technology is basically IT. Yeah. And IT is something I've, I've always, all my life, I started using computer in my US3, I had my first laptop in my first one. So I've been, I've been using computer for a very long time. So studying IT was a very good thing for me. So I could afford to do other things. I could afford to do business. I could afford to play around because those are the concepts. Those are, okay, I learned um, web design was one of the courses that we, 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 we did in school. I learned web design as a university student, and then we did, we did web design as a course in a founder level. So, so by four years ago, I've been designing websites for like four years. So most of the most of the things we learned in school, I think I was already into, and there are things I love. So it was easy for me to combine my studies and business. It was very easy for me, and then um, I had to add. I had a wonderful clique of friends. I had Excel, I had Ibim, I had people who, who a few days to exam or a few weeks to exam, come together, we brainstorm, we read, and then we go to the exam and we smash. So I did a lot of things. Outside policies, I did a lot in school. I was, outside business, I did a lot in school. I did policies, I was active in church. I, so I did so many things in school, and yet I, I, I finished with, with good grades. Like, Wow, cool, cool. Yeah. So, what was the transition like after school? Like the transition to ah. business, how was it like? Yeah. You know, you know what's funny thing? Yeah. You know, you know, my final, my final um, paper. Yeah. I made the students in the booth, jump up and down, pop something of champagne, like so. So, the guy finished my final exam, I was actually crying the whole Like, I was crying. Like, I shouldn't say to the house. But I can't move these doctors, they don't find the time. She'll be happy, she'll be happy, she'll be And the reason I was crying because uh, I knew that the expectation at that point um, was going to be much. Okay. So you need to do, the friends are going to expect enough from you, your friends, your fans. People are just going to expect the rulers from from this. So I knew it was going to be tough. I knew it wasn't going to be easy. And then I was I was uncertain of the future, like I didn't know what all the future was. And so I was I was crying, but I knew it wasn't going to be tough. So and that was the first thing. So I was prepared. Okay. I was prepared for the tough tough environment. Wow. The environment out there. So I took it one step at a time after school, so he said then for you said So yeah, I took it one step um, at a time and I was I was adequately prepared. But you were very, very much sure why in school that you're, you're not going to work for anybody like immediately after school, you're starting your own stuff. That one was yes. clear why in school already. Yes, it was clear, yes. Wow, fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, but I knew starting business, starting business wasn't going to be, wasn't mm-hmm. going to be easy. Uh, I tell people that it's easier to get a job in this country than to start a business. Very true. And then business is successful after school. You're right, bro. Very yeah, much true. So, so, I think it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't going to be easy. Okay. And there are times when I feel like, okay, this whole entrepreneurship thing, and I just, it's not just possible to just dump this whole thing and then you know, get a good paying job and, and then live, live a, a normal life. So, passion is, is pushing me. Okay, great, great. So, yeah. if we're almost rounding up with the podcast, so if you have to give okay. advice. 
to your year one self, what would that advice be now? If you have to look back and give advice uh, to your year one self, what would that advice be? Oh, that's, that's, that's a tricky one. I don't think I regret, I don't think there's anything I regret I'm doing and not doing in school. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm not doing because I started from year one. So I always say start on time, but I started from year one. So most of, most of my friends started in business, maybe from their second year level, from their school. I started, that's from my first semester in school. I started studying business, I started training myself. And so, like five years in school, five years in school was phenomenal for me, but I changed three systems. For those who knew year one, and the news of today is that I changed three systems. So I, I allowed people to pass through me, and I passed through yeah. So it was, it was, it was very intensive. I wow. stretched myself to the limit. I, I moved out of my comfort zone. So my year one, I was an introvert, Mundus, I was a loner, always on my own. So but I stretched myself to the limit. I left my comfort zone. I did a lot of things. So I, looking back, I don't think I regret not doing anything like this. Okay, let's assume that you're not giving the advice to yourself. You're giving the advice to someone else. What would the advice be? Okay. Um, so. So there's a whole lot again I should do outside to more than four four walls of of the institution. And one of the things I let you do with is a uh, strong network. Like let's do with a network of amazing people, amazing high flyers. So as 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 you want to just be concerned about your academic fans, CGP and stuff, make sure that by the time you leave to you have amazing people, you have reasonable people. You can, you can always connect to you, you can always make swap with you, you can always reach out to you. Like life has to, life, life continues after football, football is just five years. So yeah. Life has a whole lot of years outside football. So you just have to start making the, con- the connections and start building relationships with people. Hmm. It matters a lot in life. So you, are you build relationship, build relationship, build relationship. Fantastic. That is a total so nice. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. I think for you is build relationship, build relationship, build relationship. So that is that is a great one. That is a great one. So yeah. we'll be doing a one down question. I've been asking you two things, two different things. Why you have to choose one? So more like black and white. You you choose one. Coke and Fanta in that sense. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Black and white. Ah, white. Coke and Fanta. Fanta. Apple or Samsung? Apple, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> blues or reggae? Uh, blues. Whiskey or Davido? Ooh, I have to have a Davido. Okay. Have a Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. Tweet single or engage? The ladies are waiting. I'm not single and I'm not I'm not engaged yet. Okay, fantastic. Fine. I think yeah. that is better before you just break some in <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Mundus, it's a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm, I think I need to say this. I'm, I'm really impressed with what you're doing. Pleasure, and man. Keep, keep it up, keep it up. Mm-hmm. I like.
It's a pleasure. And I, I, I look forward to see you do your in life. Yeah, same year, bro. Same year. Yeah. It's sad that my partner is not around, but next time, Cheesy is going to yeah. be around. Ah, sure, sure. Sure, right, no Thank you so much. All right, welcome. Oh.